0: What's up, guys? Brett Athley here from DailyFanMMA.com. Back with another UFC quick picks on the Mayo Media Network. We have UFC London this weekend. Alexander Volkov versus Tom Aspinall. Twelve fights on the slate. It should be pretty fun. I mean, there's a lot of fun fights. We all, we did lose Nathaniel Wood versus Vince Morales, but still twelve good ones. As always, I'm gonna give you my favorite cash game play, tournament play, salary play, and my fade of the week on DraftKings, and before i get in make sure you're subscribed to the channel as always guys like the video it helps us out a lot and comment below who your favorite play is in the 9k range i think there are there's five legitimately great options in this 9k range i think we're going to see a lot of big scores and if you're able to take a stand on one fighter or another um, that could separate you from the field so pretty interested in your thoughts there Okay, let's move on to my cash gameplay of the week, which is going to be Molly McCann at 8.4K. All right, in cash games this week, I like Molly McCann at 8.4K. Pivoting a little bit to my usual strategy, obviously there are great fighters at the top of the board and I'm going to give one out for my tournament option and my tournament play of the week. I still think you should be paying up in cash games, but with the dynamic of the the slate and and the the builds I'm coming up with in cash games, I do think having a mid-range target as well makes sense. And I like McCann at 8.4K against Luana Carolina. I think this should be a high action fight. McCann simply produces volume, uh, offensive production at a very high rate. She's averaging 5.67 significant strikes landed per minute. Also 1.70 takedowns landed per 15 minutes. Going up against an opponent in Carolina who's going to be, you know, bigger than her for sure. A couple inches taller, 7 inches uh, in reach does carolina have that advantage so that's a little bit of the difficulty here but if you just look into the 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 box scores and the stats and the matchups of mccann i mean she's fought seven times in the ufc she's lost three times and they all looked similar she was taken down held down submitted by jillian robertson taken down dominated controlled by Tyler santos five times taken down seven times by laura procopio dominated lost by decision and i just don't think carolina is likely to pursue that style of fight i don't believe she's even attempted one single takedown in the ufc yet in four bouts and so without that dominant wrestling path to victory i feel better about mccann's chances in this fight plus mccann is coming off a win against Jiyeon Kim who was taller than her and had a 10 inch reach advantage over McCann and that that fight was very competitive but McCann still pressed forward she's very aggressive she got a couple takedowns and she landed 127 significant strikes in McCann's four wins they've all been by decision she's landed 107 significant strikes and two takedowns 108 and two takedowns 113 and five takedowns and then 127 and two. So she just, she puts up a a, a ton of offense um, and she's relatively safe in that sense. And she's also getting bet up a little bit. I actually bet on her personally down at, uh, minus 122 earlier in the week, and I see her up at minus 130, up at minus 142, minus 145, even up to minus 160 in spots. So she may be a little bit of a value there. I still do think this fight could be competitive. I still do think Carolina has advantages with her length. Carolina's a decent kicker. Carolina is successful in the clinch, but this fight's in London, and, you know, McCann's from England. I think she's going to have the home crowd behind her pushing forward aggressive throwing bomb she's a good boxer and i think she has a pretty decent chance to secure the win here and in cash games even in a loss i think her floor is reasonable at this price um and she has 80 90 100 point upside in a win as well so i like mccann in cash games a little bit less intrigued with her in large field tournaments but at 8.4k mccann will be my cash game play of the week all right, moving on to tournaments. I'm going to give out Paddy Pimblet at 9.4K. He is the most expensive fighter on the board. He is also minus 550 to beat Rodrigo Vargas this weekend. And this slate is just really interesting because Pimblet, a heavy favorite, great inside distance line. Ilya Topuria is going to be massive chalk, huge favorite, great inside the distance line. Gunnar Nelson very easily could win that fight quickly by submission. Big favorite, great inside distance line. Mokaev might be overlooked, but still a big favorite, solid inside distance line. And Sergei Pavlovich has a, a fantastic inside distance line as well. So that's why I'm expecting big scores here. And each one of these fighters on a different slate could be heavily owned. I don't necessarily expect that this weekend because the because of the strength of the range the fighters the ownership's going to be spread out um and I will be playing all these guys they all they're all great options and if you don't particularly like Pimblet and you like Topuria instead that's totally fine um I'm giving out to Pimblet because people still aren't that high on him as a prospect whereas in comparison to Topuria People just love Toporia. I think he's like a future champion. He's looked fantastic in the UFC, you know, coming off two consecutive first round knockout wins. And Pimblett is coming off a first round knockout win as well, but he is not viewed as highly, you know, as a highly regarded prospect as Toporia, for example. And he like almost got knocked out in that UFC debut fight against Luigi Vendormini. So people are a little bit nervous to target him. Uh, which is fine, but against Kazula Vargas, I think it's just a pretty good matchup. Um, Vargas isn't that dangerous anywhere. Uh, he, you know, he has some volume striking in his game. Just landed ninety-five significant strikes, but isn't very powerful. And he's given up six takedowns in the UFC already. Defending takedowns at twenty-five percent. In his UFC debut, he gave up three takedowns on four attempts to Alex Da Silva, gave up 12 minutes of control time, and Pimblett is, for better or worse, very aggressive, and his strength is on the ground, landing takedowns, taking your back, choking you out. He's not an elite wrestler, he's not an elite striker, he has defensive flaws, and maybe he goes out there trying to win by KO, but... Um, Vendramini in his last matchup was actually a pretty good wrestler and grappler, whereas Vargas, I just don't see Vargas being able to defend takedowns well. And if Pimblet does earn top position time again in England with a massive home crowd behind him, I, I've, I do think he can put up a big score, earn control. Probably win inside the distance. He's minus 170 to win inside the distance. That's a great number. Like in comparison to Gunnar Nelson, for example, I really like Gunnar Nelson. I think Gunnar Nelson can probably just land a takedown on Sato and win by submission. But Nelson is. Nelson's not very aggressive at all. He fights at a slow pace. He doesn't throw a lot of strikes. He doesn't always look to wrestle. Like Pimblet is probably going out there to take Vargas's head off. And. I like the fact that he's gonna push the pace that tends to mean more fantasy points and on a slate where like this could come down to someone who scores 105 versus 111 fantasy points I think Pimblet has a bit higher of a ceiling because he's so so aggressive and I think because he's going to look for takedowns early um, ultimately again this range is very strong Pimblet is not a fighter that I plan to trust in the long term. But in this particular matchup, as a minus 550 favorite, minus 170 inside the distance, the UFC knows what they're doing by setting him up with Vargas. I think it's a good matchup. I think he puts up a big score. He's my tournament play of the week. All right, let's move on to my salary play of the week. I'm going to give out Paul Craig at 7.5K. He is plus 170 to win against Nikita Krylov and I actually did pick Krylov to win um but it's really hard to be confident in this fight and this matchup as a whole I mean Krylov is just so like he's such a weird fighter in the sense that he is 27 and 8 professionally so he's thought he's fought 35 times the first 32 fights all ended inside the distance and he used to be known as this guy who would just kill you quickly or get tired and quit himself Um, but his last three fights have all gone to decision against Glover Teixeira, Johnny Walker, and Magomed Ankoliyev who are, are all very good competition especially Ankoliyev and Teixeira Um, so it's just a little bit tough to read exactly what's going on with Krylov, why this is happening, how he'll look to fight in the future. He looks a little bit more composed these days, but he's been submitted. I mean, in five of his eight pro losses, and he's been submitted how many times in the UFC? At least a few, um, by Blachowicz, by Serkinov, by Ovin St. Preux. He was knocked out by Soa um so he he's definitely not immune to getting submitted to getting hurt to giving up takedowns defend takedowns at 55 percent. and I, I don't love paul craig i really don't I, i'm I, I don't get him right often and like i said i'm not picking him to win this fight but he's the type who's always live to win by submission and even against magomed and who's probably going on to be the future champion of champion of this division Ankalaev dominated that fight and Craig tapped him out with one second left in the third round in a fight that he was totally getting crushed in. So it, it it's not that out of the realm of possibility to believe he can just submit Krylov in an exchange um, in Craig's one, two, three, four, five six, seven UFC fights he has earned. Five submission wins and two knockout wins so he typically scores very well in victories he can wrestle a little bit averages two takedowns per 15 minutes Cardio's decent like i said he's never he's never out of a fight and even if he gets taken down himself a lot of his submission wins come from his back he's actually quite dangerous from his back so i'm not i'm not confident in craig at all but at 7.5k Um, against an opponent like Krylov who's been tapped out a number of times. I mean, Craig's only plus 330 inside the distance. It's not spectacular. But he just feels live enough for a finish at any point in the fight. He saves you a little bit of salary. This fight probably is going to be competitive. And especially if you're looking to pay up to the top end, I think Craig provides you a bit of upside uh, in this mid-7K range. So he's going to be my salary play of the week. All right, finally my fade of the week. It's going to be Timur Valiev at eight point six k. It's tough trying to you know figure out these fades. Uh, Miranda Maverick did very very well last week, and that was um, that did not help me from a fantasy perspective. I would be a little bit more surprised if Valiev smashed because Maverick ultimately was a very very heavy favorite, and I was trying to take a risk there valiev is only a slight favorite here against jack shore at minus 120 and i just don't think he's a fantastic fantasy target uh, against shore who is still undefeated 15 and 0 a pretty solid prospect a good grappler averages 4.4 takedowns per 15 minutes and has very good striking ratios as well 4.03 significant strikes landed per minute 1.51 absorbed 65 percent defense um I do think Valiev can win this fight. Like I'm not completely, I'm not ruling that outcome out at all. I think Valiev' decision is one of the more likely outcomes here, but I don't see him having much grappling success against Shore, who excels on the ground. Valiev uh, lands 1.62 takedowns for 15 minutes. He might be able to get one or two, but. Shore is a quality grappler, is probably going to be able to scramble up to his feet well enough if that happens. And Valiev might just look to strike, where he's probably got the edge over Shore at range. He's a little bit faster. He's a good kicker. But, I mean, he's gone. In his last two decisions, Valiev landed 77 and 55 significant strikes. Not not a super high-volume guy. And Shore just landed, what, um... 80 strikes at distance in his last matchup so i just generally think this fight's going to be competitive valiev is plus 365 to win inside the distance that's not a strong mark especially in comparison to a lot of other fighters on this slate like we've talked about and uh yeah shore is a pretty solid value play here at 7.6k he could be moderately popular shore and i don't necessarily love his fantasy upside but because he's only plus 100 to win at 7.6k. With grappling in his game, um, I think he's going to be a pretty obvious another salary target for you there. But yeah, I don't really like Valiev at 8.6k. There are just too many other options. The main event's priced right below it. Krylov's an interesting target at 8.7k. And then the 9k range is completely stacked. So I'm going to be mostly avoiding Valiev on this slate. He will be my fade of the week at 8.6k. All right, guys, that's going to do it for this week's UFC Quick Picks. Thank you again for the support. You can follow me on Twitter, ApparatApply, double T, double P. uh, DailyFandomMMA.com for all your DraftKings, breakdowns, needs. Again, best of luck in your contest this week. Uh, Stay safe out there. Take care. We'll talk to you all soon. Peace.